0: Listen to this. Zakawani, the flying winger. Here's Brad Evans. And Steve. Steve. Who is it, Brad Evans? <laughs> it's him again. Happy days are here again. Turning with the drive. It's Steve Zakawani. Evans with the left foot. He's an attacking threat, Brad Evans. This is so weird. The party has started. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Side by Side. This will be the second to last one. We have one more really big episode coming where we hope to get some exclusive interviews from people within the team. And for that one, also, we'll kind of recap the entire season looking back. So it's been a long, long, long season. The FIFA Club World Cup was this year, I think it was. We began there. Um, The team bounced back from not making the playoffs to making the playoffs. Um, went from kind of being this high-powered offensive team to not scoring that many but being a defensive juggernaut and then fell short ultimately to LAFC, a team we've knocked out twice before in the playoffs and fell just short of the goal of reaching MLS Cup final or oh, the Western Conference final first to begin. So we'll do that next week. Um, Brad Evans will be back next week and we'll all do that. Today you have myself and you have Keely We're here.
1: Happy Hanukkah, everybody. It's the first oh, night of Hanukkah um, on the date of this recording, December 7th. I
0: didn't even know that. Get out your menorahs. Yeah, good to know. Happy Hanukkah to all who celebrate. Um, We're going to keep this short and sweet, but I've not been able to really give my opinion yet on um, just that last game against um, LAFC. I know, Steve, we missed you. Yeah, I I, I, I always miss not being here. Um, First of all, LAFC are good. Let's get that out of the way. Um, It's probably the one team I think that could do that to the Sounders where – They don't have to have the ball. They don't have to play well. I'm trying to pull up the stats here. I'll get them in a second. But um, they don't have to play well or do too much. They can hit you in transition. Um, Buanga is next level. Um, We saw the finish he had. I mean, that's the only place you could put that ball. The only place. And he did it with kind of the outside of his foot laces. I don't even know how you do that, running at that kind of speed. And most teams cannot catch you like that in transition. They were able to do that. The Sounders had almost 70% of the ball. LAFC, just about 30.8% of the ball. It um, felt that way, too. It, it did. It did. I mean, it was, they were just hanging on. But and they had two shots on goal. Sounders at eight. Sounders 16 attempts, LAFC seven. So bully them, dominate them in many ways. I think corner kicks are also a big tell. Ten corner kicks to two. And saves. Sounders one save. Seven for LAFC. Yeah,
1: Carpeau had a game. He stood
0: on his head. I he mean, had a he, game. He... he the save, I mean, there's so many. I'm thinking about Joe Paolo's shot he had um, towards the end there. I mean, he, Jordan. Jordan, yeah. the breakaway. Jordan did everything right, trying to lift the ball. Um, as he did, I think he did that in Dallas and he got called back with VAR. But he yeah, he has that finish in him now where he can kind of chip it over the goalkeeper. Um, but yeah, listen, the goalkeeper has that kind of game. There's not much he can do. And because the Sounders weren't a free-scoring team, I got very nervous conceding a first goal because now you have to go and get to like you have to go and get to leave yourself a bit more exposed defensively against a team like this so good in transition listen Carlos Vela maybe he's not what he once was still very good still a guy that can connect the team and knows how to get things done. He's a leader. Um, I think in their midfield with Sanchez and Acosta and Tillman, they have a good team there. And it has to be said, Chiellini back there is huge. Like, he cares. I like when DPs come here and they care. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if he's a, he might be a TAM player, I don't know if he came, but a big player. Let me say, when a big player comes from Europe, I've seen both. I've seen the ones who care and then the ones who mail it in. And it's so the ones who care. Like, like Robbie Keane, for example. was Robbie Keane like, is like my
1: favorite Oh, he player. cared.
0: Like I was on the pitch with him. and Oh, he cared. Like any little decision with a referee, anything like that. He was acting like it was the World Cup final. Like he cared. And from guys that I know that played with him, say so he trained like that as well. He was someone that really cared. And I'm not going to name the ones who didn't care. They can figure it out. But it's not that he didn't care. But he came in probably for MLS would be a cakewalk end of my career I can kind of relax and it's not it's a very very tough league that's only getting better and I think the best example of caring probably was Beckham initially um, when he came but also Messi he came wanting to play every game I mean you're the best player in the world and if you have that kind of approach I think it changes um your experience it and Carlos Vera cared here I think so that's what that's what my point being and Chiellini also cared cares because he's diving into every tackle he's high-fiving people um He's the kind of guy who celebrates a tackle like we celebrate a goal. Like it means that much to him. So I think LFC was well built to match the Sounders team. With that said, the Sounders couldn't do much more. I know. Like, played well. Like It's not a case of we didn't show up. You know, we, we let ourselves down. Played really, really well. I thought when Nico came on, he gave a different dimension. He was buzzed around the pitch. Probably had a sense. This could be my last home game. He, he, I mean, I struggle to see what could have been done. I struggled. Like, what, all the shots on gold. Keeper saves everything. Hit the post. Hit cross. Whatever. It was like near misses. Conceded a one breakaway. They scored from it. It's just like...
1: It was like the perfect game that ended in a loss.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this was the one team um, that really, really scared me from there. But... For the Sounders, it's going to be disappointing. I think you wanted to at least maybe get to the Western Conference final. I think you always feel accomplished when you can play for a trophy, even if it's just a Western Conference title, and didn't quite get to that stage. And, you know, LFC were worthy winners. You then went on to beat Houston, and then will be playing um, in a couple days against Columbus. And I watched the, I don't know if you did, the Columbus and Cincinnati game.
1: Yeah. Oh, my wow. God, that was great. Wild!
0: One of the best games I've seen in a long time. I mean... I, f- I wanted since to win for Pat Noonan's sake. Um, yeah. Pat's no a friend of ours, and he played here. He was one of the best teammates I ever had a chance to share the pitch with. But um, Miazga
1: tr- being out was tough. That's tough.
0: And they just ran out of steam, man. I think Acosta couldn't walk towards the end. I think
1: you're right. They, they just ran, ran out, of out of steam. And
0: then Columbus got stronger and stronger. And what a team they have. So I have a, obviously a very close friend on Columbus. Who I, I don't know how Nagby is still doing it. Um, he's the captain now, which is weird because this kid, when he came as a freshman to college, was the, didn't want to talk, was the quietest kid. Um, when I played with him in Portland, he had his locker right by the exit door so that before reports would come in, he could leave and just go. Oh, my
1: God. He had, like, social anxiety. He doesn't
0: want to do it. Like, even the national team, he should have played more, but he actually told him, no, it's going to take too much time away from my family. He is the most family guy i met in terms of like he just wanted listen go to training go home be with my wife and kids go to the game come home first flight out be back with my wife and kids like he that's how he is and to see here's the thing about him people don't realize in portland he won mls cup he left portland to go to atlanta they won mls cup he left atlanta for columbus they won mls cup he has a chance to win his fourth ring dude he's a winner he's a winner where That's, a, goes, real thing, yeah. That's no, a real thing, too. That's a real thing. Like, 100%. there's players
1: who are amazing, but they're not winners. No. And then there's players, and I'm not saying this about Nagby because he's yeah. a great player, yeah. who are like, you know, whatever, but they're winners. They're winners.
0: You they to win. And I'll take that. And I think the biggest compliment, I can't pay to him. I think it was paid by our former teammate in Portland. We had Diego Valeri, who said, when, they, when my people asked me one day, what was it like? or oh, my kids asked me, you know, playing in the United States, I'm going to tell them that I played with Darlington. And that is the biggest compliment you can get from such a top player like Valeri so I'm looking forward to seeing Columbus against LAFC I think it'll be the same Columbus will have the ball Yep, they'll dominate they're at home that's how they want to play Wilfred Nancy is a fantastic coach fantastic coach um, but Buanga man he is, he's next level I man.
1: still am picking <laughs> LAFC I think <laughs> oh, you're. I think they're upset about not winning CCL Ooh. and I think that they're more it makes them extra motivated yeah
0: so here's, they remind me of the Sounders in a lot of ways where yeah They've had a lot of success. Yep. They've won a lot. They've been in finals a lot. And they yeah.
1: sort of, like, play. they have. The, the, they use their experience. Yeah. They have, like, they build I, around the right guys. They have good coaching. They've done
0: it well. They've the done office it really well. done a good well. job. John Forrington in there. Um, he's done an excellent job. I mean, they went, Bob Bradley did well when it yep. started to go wrong. They hide correctly with Steve over there. All their timing um, has just been really, it's good. really good. They've rarely missed on signings. We forget that they had Diego Rossi at one point. He's only up against his former team. Um, they've done well with their signings and acquisitions and, and they have a coach who's not afraid to take big decisions. I mean, Carlos Vela has probably never been subbed this oh. much in his life or start from the bench, but he still seems to be bought in. And that's a skill a coach has got to have. And again, Schmetzer's had to do that as well. Yeah, I don't think Ladero or Rui Diaz have played from the bench as much as they have. So sometimes you've got to take those kind of decisions. And I think LAFC, they really remind me of this, how the Sounders started and were just successful at the gate. Yep. And they've done that. They haven't needed any time. They've won Supporter Shield. They've won, is it maybe one or two, but at least one support shield. Um, they've won an MLS Cup just last year. They've been in the CCL final. I mean, it's a lot of success. They've had Western Conference Championships here and there. So, um, but you're picking them over Columbus.
1: I just, it, it feels like I'm. it's a vibe check more yeah. than it's a going through the route. Like, yeah. honestly, tit for tat on a normal day, maybe Columbus would win, especially at especially home. At home. Ohio, but it just cold. kind of feels like my vibe check is saying LAFC this year.
0: I, I'm not against you. I they think, came in and yeah. beat us. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah they know yeah, how to win know. in tough environments goalkeeper did a great job and if he does that again but I, I'm going to go with Columbus just because of, of Darlington I want to see him get his fourth ring I'd rather um, have Columbus win yeah I want to see him and I have my former college goalkeeper Evan Bush is on the bench over there as well and I, I spoke to Dee this week and I just was like look it's going to be a fourth ring like I just feel it and I hope I'm proven right but, um, but we shall see so that's to come are there before we go here because we're going to be back next week to focus on the sounders in terms of um um the big recap you know was yes. it I think it's still up in there was it a successful season was it not a successful season? we're going to get into the weeds about that um we'll have you know, like I said, we'll get definitely um Maybe the head coach, maybe a player, at least for an interview. I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna make sure I can. If Schmetz, if you're oh, listening, we'll have him. We'll I am. Have him. I'm, I'm. As soon as we end here, I'm gonna call Schmetz. If I have to put and, my puppy dog eyes yeah. on and be like, Coach, please,
1: please, <laughs> nah, please will you do this for us, please, it, I'll, I'll say, do it.
0: I'll say Brad, Keely, and I will be nice. Just come on. <laughs> um, the fans want to hear from Schmetz, so I think having Schmetz on will be great. We'll, we'll we'll shoot for that. I'll put that out there. We'll shoot for that, and we'll see with his schedule and stuff. But I think Schmetz is pretty good about um, coming on, giving his time, and talking us through just from this whole season decision making, some of the process, getting the inside. Look on the team, um, I think is going to be great. But before we get to that, just give me your short answer of it. Was it a successful season, and why or why not?
1: I think that I kind of look at this season in a lot of ways as a transition season because, I mean, we got what eleven games out of Ruby Diaz. We've sort of seen Nico yeah. Ladero get—I don't want to say pushed out. That's the wrong word, but sort but, of phased out and. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen next year. Anything can happen. Right. Sports is crazy. Nico could be back. But, <laughs> crazy you know, I, the crazier things can happen. <laughs> but I think in certain ways, this was a transition year. We saw Jordan move up to play and, striker. And he's going
0: to be hard to move from there. Which is yeah. going to be
1: hard to have him move. Yeah. And frankly, most teams that have a transition year
0: yeah.
1: do really poorly.
0: Agreed. Agreed.
1: So if you look at it from that lens, I think that this season was an incredible success. I agree. Frankly.
0: So I'm agreeing with you. And here's why I agree even more. I've seen powerhouses. I mean, when I played, the Galaxy were a nightmare. We could not get past them. And they always, I think they won like two MLS Cups in a row. Maybe, was it three? They they won a few. Um, With Beckham, Keane, and Donovan, that group, Omar Gonzalez, Janino, AJ. They had a great group. Sean Franklin was there. So we used to go against them, compete against them. But they always seemed to have our number. Then they missed the playoffs and went in for transition. Then they were out for multiple years. Yep. That's what normally happens. Toronto were fantastic. Listen, when we won MLS Cup, we didn't have a shot on target. That was a good Toronto team. That team came out the next year and beat that same Sounders team. And they were, then they met us again in 2019, and we beat them. So they were in three MLS Cups in a short time. They won four games this last year. Exactly. Giants fall. Exactly. The Sounders missed the playoffs last year. All hell broke loose. Oh, my God. Social media. I agree. I get it. I'm a fan, too. I understand. To bounce back right away and not squeeze in.
1: No, absolutely not. Second seed. And at least in fourth place the entire the whole season. Year. The whole year.
0: The whole year. Change how they play. Moved, like you mentioned, big names out of the lineup. Highlighted Leo Chu. Jordan highlighted in a central position. And you were beat by the defending MLS Cup champion. One nil in a game you thoroughly dominated. It can happen. How that can't be a success? I don't know. It's not a failure. Okay, I, no. agree. And, I agree, and that's what I don't like about sports. The, 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 it's like success or failure. It's like if we're going just by winning, then only one team will be successful, and that's not that's going to be Columbus or LAFC, and then everybody else failed. But I think if you get into the weeds of sports, I think Houston was successful this year without question. St. Louis was successful this year. Cincinnati. There's multiple teams. I put the Sounders in that group as well. It was a successful year. They could have easily said we missed the playoffs. We've hardly had Raul, one of our best player.
1: Yeah, like 10, 11 games. That's usually 20 goals a and season this that Raul. we were missing. Right,
0: like. And we, we had all the inbuilt excuses to not make it again. And not only did it squeeze in, not seventh place, eighth place, no, second place. And yes, was the football, the free-front attacking stuff. we see, not necessarily, but changed how we played, became very solid defensively, and then got up to second in the table in the West. St. Louis just flew with it. But... I think you're poised to have a very good year. Now, it's going to be an important offseason. Nailing Steph down, excellent.
1: Amazing. We need him here. Need he should Steph have been here. goalkeeper of the year. I'm yeah. going to just keep saying that over and over and over and over again.
0: That's right. Has he ever won it? Did I don't know?
1: think so, no. And he set his own record and a franchise record for clean sheets this year. And
0: I think to beat the record that he had in 2017, that's he what I did. keep going back to. To it's do it six years apart. That's consistency. It's unbelievable. That's consistency. Um, So Steph and I were in the same draft class, um, same agent. And I heard about Steph because it's weird because now I feel like the world's a different place because your social media, there's college kids with highlights and this. It was not like that just as recently as 2008, 2007 when I was playing in college. But I'd heard of Steph because we had like forums and different stuff that you'd see. Big soccer, I think, was one of soccer's them. a small world. dude. Yeah. Like so,
1: you guys know everybody. Like anytime we go anywhere, everyone knows everybody. Yeah,
0: and then someone asked me, "Do you know Stefan Fry, the goalkeeper?" And I said, do you mean Sebastian Frey? Because there was a professional goalkeeper called Sebastian Frey for Switzerland that I knew and played in Italy and Fiorentina and other teams. Like, no, no, no. This is a college guy called Steph. I said, "No, nah, I've never heard of him. And then we met at the, draft, at the draft. I forget what number Steph was drafted, but he went first to Toronto. So played against Steph, you know, scored against Steph um, <laughs> at Lumenfield. But he saved many more <laughs> shots as well. But um, had, my first goal was against Toronto, actually. Um, but always... I was impressed as a goalkeeper that he came in and won the starting job as a rookie in Toronto. Then he had injuries. And then when Steph came to Seattle, if we just remember, not everyone was optimistic. It was like, you know, is he still good? Is it the injuries? There's many question marks. And what he's done in this nine years or so, he came in 2014, I think, um, it's unbelievable. He's, again, I don't know what the sound of Mount Rushmore is. I don't know. If you had one with Steph, I wouldn't argue.
1: No, I wouldn't either. It would be really, really hard to. And, I mean, he had massive shoes to fill.
0: Big. Massive. Always had good goalkeepers. Always
1: had good goalkeepers. Casey
0: and Marcus especially. I mean, Casey Keller, listen. Oh,
1: yeah, he's just in a class. I've
0: never seen anything like him. I've said it many times. I understood what it was to be a pro after my first training at VMAC 2009. I was like, how hard... Do I have to shoot the ball to beat this guy? He was catching it like I was throwing it to him. I couldn't believe it. Like, I, all the shots I all take my whole life for Casey was like nothing. And how hard he trained at almost 40 years old, I was like, this is a different level. And I understood why he was who he was. And then Marcus is a bit of a goofball and funny. And he's Marcus, unbelievable goalkeeper. When Marcus and like trained, when he
1: wants to work, like oh, he's, all,
0: he's fully working. He was. <laughs> Marcus was so good in training. One of the best teammates I had was Marcus. So yeah, they were big shoes and Steph knew that, but he's more than filled them. And he's carved out, um, you know, I'm not going to compare careers, Steph, Marcus, um, Casey, but in terms of Sounders, he's pushed himself into number one for his time with the Sounders. Um, just for how long he's done it. And he's going to hold all the records But before it's all said and done. So he's been signed down. Is it a two-year deal?
1: Um, let, me, let me fact check, but I believe so.
0: Yeah. So anyway, you signed Steph, dying, Steph, Steph down.
1: Um, Two-year contract through 2025. Fantastic.
0: And keepers can still keep getting better. Steph must be mid-30s, pushing maybe to later 30s at this point, but they can still play to their forty. I mean, you can still play. You can still play. So, um, Well,
1: and he clearly isn't slowing down after this year that he just had, so.
0: So there's that. So I think off-season's going to be, can we make the right moves? I don't know exactly what those are. You know, we'll have a chance to speak with the decision-makers soon. Um, Who you let go and who you bring in, I think is going to be key. So... I don't want to speculate yet. I wait for Brad to come in. Where exactly we need help? I have a couple of ideas. I'm going to think about. I did see one rumor flying around on the MLS website this week. What's real? What isn't? Exactly. Who knows So I don't really get into the rumors until the club begins to confirm it. Um, and I've not heard anything yet. But I think obviously question marks around Nico. Question marks around Raúl. I think Albert's being picked up as well, which I agree with. I think he's a solid player to have. You can have question marks about output and things like that. He scored big goals this
1: year. He scored. Oh my god! He scored really big Big goals goals this year that we needed.
0: One hundred percent. So, I yeah, I'm happy. I think so far, Albert and Steph is a good start. Jordan's locked in. Christian's locked in. And listen, last point: it was a very successful season because Christian missed like two or three months. That's you a need great shout-out. You need him. That's he's a, the most important player. You that's need a him. great shout-out. Like, with Joe Paul, I think he's the most important guy in terms of just, he adds things no one else adds. Like, Christian is Christian. So, he missed so much time, and it was not the same without him. And you saw the difference with him when he plays. He brings everyone's game up, especially Alex, when they combine on that side, can play multiple positions. He's a warrior. So, that as well. Um, so, we'll get more into it next week. But, suffice it to say, we think the team had a successful season. Um but we're going to debate next week we're going to sit here and we're going to really get into the weeds why why not go through month by month game by game um, what the shortcomings were what can be improved looking forward to the offseason and I'm going to call Schmetz in about five minutes and start to um, try to confirm him for next week and hopefully we can just have Schmetz and just just kind of come here and kind of just shoot the shit with Schmetz that'll be great um, but as always this has been side by side thank you for listening um, wherever you get your podcast comment like subscribe all of that it helps us repost it on over it It helps us a lot. We really appreciate all the support from myself and Keely. We'll be back next week with Brad Evans in the building as well.